Sarah Mitchell is the New South Wales Education Minister. Minister, I'm sorry, sorry to keep you on hold there. That's okay, Marcus. Thanks for having me on. It's my pleasure. Any time at all. I'm, uh, look, I, I, I love speaking to, to members of the government and I would quite honestly like to, to speak to more of your colleagues on the show to provide some balance. Now, I read out a story earlier uh, from the uh, Daily Telegraph that talked about uh, an issue with teachers in uh, regional areas of New South Wales. Now, at first glance, it doesn't look particularly good. They're talking about the fact that one in five maths classes are now taught by teachers who lack any maths training. Uh, They cite a Department of Education document and it's all due to a statewide shortage. Uh, I spoke to your opposite Prue Carr about it this morning and that's her job. She is critical. So what are we doing about this, Sarah? Yeah, look, Marcus, the truth is we're doing a lot, and I just thought it was important to come on and and tell your listeners about the work that is underway. Uh, Obviously, those documents that have been referred to, I think, from December last year, they're all publicly available, so it's not sort of secret documents. We've got a a teacher supply strategy that's out available on the Department of Website, and it does talk about some of those shortages, and particularly where we do have teachers teaching out of area and in maths. Um, for me particularly, as, as your listeners would know, I'm a regional minister, I live in Gunnedah, my children are at our local public school, so I'm very much invested in making sure that we have the right teachers in the right subject areas in the bush. It's very close to my heart. Uh, and that's why this year's budget actually had $125 million in a new teacher supply strategy, looking at what we can do to target this exact issue. So the research has informed the policy, but the most important part is we've actually got the funding to go with it, markets. So we've got things like retraining teachers in areas of subject need, uh, looking at growing our own, so identifying high-performing regional students, putting them through degrees and getting them to teach in our schools, which we know works in other disciplines like health. Uh, We're looking at international and interstate recruitment, getting STEM teachers into our classrooms, but also targeting... STEM professionals, looking at people who are working in in the industry and saying, we want you, come in, let's see what we can do to get you in a classroom within six months rather than taking two years to do masters. So there's so much happening in this space that I'm really proud of. Excellent. Just remind my listeners what STEM stands for, S-T-E-M. Yeah, so it's science, technology, engineering and mathematics. Um, They're the main areas that we're focusing on. And and indeed, it was something that uh, that the now Premier and I announced earlier this year, some mid-career transition. We particularly want to target the university sector because, again, there's been some job losses. So we're looking at, you know, maths tutors, science tutors, people teaching early university courses, seeing what we can do to get them in high schools. Um, We're doubling regional incentives. There is so much work in this space because it is important. We've got to invest in our students in regional New South Wales. Oh, absolutely. We've got to close that gap. And as you can probably tell, I'm very, very passionate about it. No, good. And I'm glad that you... Look, I I do honestly, genuinely appreciate you you making uh, contact with the program and coming on this morning about this, Sarah, because, uh, as you know, this show is broadcast across a, a wide area of regional New South Wales. And when it comes to health and education, these are issues that my listeners from Bathurst and Orange and the Mid-North Coast are always emailing or texting or ringing about. Um, we do have some issues, though, do we not, with the teacher shortage? I just, and I know, putting taking the politics out of it, uh, no matter what party, uh, I think Labor, if they were in power, they'd have the same bloody problem. I'm just wondering, what is it that we can do? You know, what's the carrot that is going to get people outside of the big cities, you know, the glimmering lights out to the bush to to teach? I know that there are some who will anyway, 
you know, but uh, I mean, uh, and it's not your fault. It's not your government's fault. It's just the way of the way of the world. A lot of people are attracted to big cities, to where the vast majority of products and services are available, and the gleaming lights and all the rest of it. But we need to, and it's same with the health system. You know, we've got a shortage of doctors and nurses in some regional areas. What can we do to ensure that we are attracting, recruiting, and keeping a you know a, a supply of teachers and doctors and nurses, etc., in the regional areas, Sarah? It's a challenge, a big challenge for for your government. Yeah, look, it is. I mean, and, and I live in Gunnedah, and I'm certainly well aware, you know, of some of those issues that we do have attracting professionals. And as you say, it's not unique to one particular field. And I think no. it's really about making sure um, you've got the incentives in place. And interestingly enough, you know, I visit a lot of schools, speak to a lot of teachers in the region. It's a big part of my job. And part of it is that financial incentive packages. So we've looked this year to redouble um, some of our efforts around, you know, the extra bonus and amounts and extra, effectively extra salary that you get if you go to a regional school because that makes a difference. Um, we've also, again, looked at what we can do to, to grow our own because there's a lot of research internationally that shows that if you invest in regional students and train them up to be teachers, yeah. they're much more likely to stay or live in a regional community because mm. they've experienced it. Now, look, I'm biased. I'd, I'd live in the country any day of the week <laughs> over living in the city. It's no, a fair lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but we've got to get that message out there too. Um, one of the other programs we've got, which, again, principals and teachers have told me is so successful and we're expanding it, is what we call our Rural Experience Program. So yep. we take teachers from the city, give them a, at least a term and up to a year teaching in a regional school. They're not committed beyond that, but we yeah. give them a taste of life in the bush. And it's been really successful. Well, some of them will stay. they to stay or apply. Yeah, That's some right. of them, you Once know. Once you experience it and you love it, um, yeah. you know, it, it speaks for itself. So there is a lot that we're doing. And I, as I said, I just think, you know, I know you've got a lot of listeners in the region and I think it's important that communities understand that we do take this seriously uh, and we're doing everything that we can. We've got policies, strategies, but we've most importantly got the money uh, to invest in some of these initiatives to really try to reverse this issue. Well, I want to talk further about this with you. Uh, I want to, like I've done and tried to do with health, I want to take the politics out of all of this because I think it's far too important. Um, I want to, I'm not not really worried about who's in power. What I want is, um, you know, teachers in a good supply in the bush, doctors, nurses, all the rest of it. I just want a better deal for the bush. Um, and, you know, rightly or wrongly, uh, that's just what I want. And I that's think... That's what I want too, Mark. Yeah, if you and I can, <laughs> yeah. if you and I can, can continue with, uh, you know, a, a positive discussion and a, a respectful discourse on this situation, if you've got incentives that you're announcing, let me know. Let's talk about them. Let's try together to get more professionals into the bush, whether they're teachers, doctors, nurses, whatever, and let's try and improve the lot of, you know, people in, in, in Gunnedah, in regional areas of the state, because, you know, without them, some of these areas are the food bowl of our country. Uh, we need to ensure that they're receiving just as good a service from the education department and also from the health system as their city cousins are. So I want to talk further about it with you, Sarah. Absolutely. Happy to come on any time. Thank you so much. Uh, well, you enjoy your day, and uh, I appreciate chatting this morning. We'll talk soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Marcus.